0: Here. now's the time for a bite of cheer, a tasty light where the price is right, well look here, you'll dig the sight, the moment's handy for a piece of candy, just name your brand, they're all so hey, what do you think of a nice cool drink, or a big box filled with a popcorn frill, let us taste buds meet with an ice cream treat, Dress yourself, it's time to eat, so come on folks, let's join the band, as we all head for the reef.
1: Hello Divers, coming to you from Studio D, the Deep Dive Podcast proudly presents Hollywood Hype, a series that looks at the gimmicks, tie-ins, and publicity stunts that lured unsuspecting patrons into movie theaters. I'm Tom Feeney, two-time Regional Emmy Award winner and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. If you are among the ranks of those who still enjoy going to the movies, as in actually driving to a movie theater and sitting for a couple of hours in a dark room with strangers, you inevitably face a difficult decision. Do I want popcorn? Or candy? Or nachos with some rubbery cheese-like goop? Perhaps a mystery meat hot dog or microwaved chicken nugget material? Well, this is the eternal question that faces us all and has faced generations of moviegoers as they approach the concession stand.
2: Now on sale at the box office of this theater, a book of happiness. It's a real bargain. $10 book for only $8, $5 book for only $4. The most welcome gift that will give joy throughout the year. Good for theater admissions and concession refreshments. It's the one gift that is remembered throughout the year. Now on sale at our box office, the Book of Happiness.
1: For myself, the choice is simple. I smuggle in my own stuff that I buy at the dollar store like I'm Billy Hayes in Midnight Express. I am not paying those ridiculous prices. Five bucks for a bottle of water or a small soft drink? Ten dollars for a large popcorn? That's a freaking lootly not. So uh, why are the prices so high? I mean, it's not a new phenomenon. There's always been a huge markup on the price of theater, snacks and drinks. Is there a reason for this other than typical corporate greed? Yes and no. The fact of the matter is, believe it or not, Movie theaters don't make much revenue from the sales of tickets. Movie theater ticket sales are subject to various factors, such as film licensing fees, revenue sharing with studios, and operating costs. Theaters essentially rent the movies that they show to audiences. Most of the ticket price you pay goes directly to the movie's distributors as part of the rental agreement and there's really not much left over for the theaters to make a profit. Concession sales offer theaters a high profit margin, allowing them to generate additional revenue. Now, the markup on items like popcorn, candy, and beverages is ridiculously high in order to make a profit, but does it really need to be that high? There are many who, despite the exorbitant pricing, avail themselves of the theater concession stand. And, let's be honest, popcorn is the best movie snack ever, especially with the butter-flavored sludge that comes from that, that pump thing.
2: Golden, pure, creamery butter, rich, flavorful, satisfying. That's what it takes for the finest buttered popcorn, and that's what we use. See for yourself why there's no showtime treat to equal the crisp, delicious flavor of hot popcorn that's bathed in real melted butter. It's at the concession stand now. Did you know
1: you can buy gallons of that stuff on Amazon? And did you know there's nothing even close to butter in it? It's still good, though. And now, your history lesson. Around the turn of the 20th century, independent vendors would walk up and down theater aisles selling peanuts and popcorn, just like they do in sports stadiums to this day. These salty snacks were easy to eat, and thanks to one man, easy to make as well. That man was George Creators, and, according to some, he may have single-handedly saved the movie theater industry. In 1893, Creators invented a method using steam power to quickly and evenly pop vast amounts of popcorn within a relatively small space. The steam engine provided power to run the agitator blades in the bottom of the kettle to stir the popcorn while it cooked, It also allowed the operator to season the popcorn as it popped, saving time. His invention could also be used to roast peanuts and even coffee beans, making it even more versatile and attractive to businesses. But enough of me, here's Bill Curtis, narrator of the movie Anchorman, with
2: more. When the cinema came to America, The popcorn vendors who made out best put their carts right outside the movie theaters. Popcorn was was just about everywhere. It was was a fresh snack. It was something that people could eat. You knew it was fresh. By 1930, 19 million Americans a week were going to the movies. The depression set in. Everybody was in trouble. Uh, Nobody was making any money. And the popcorn vendors were anxious to move their stands from the sidewalk to the lobby.
0: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.
2: The original movie theaters they didn't want popcorn until they found out how much money they could make on it, and at that point, then they decided popcorn was a good thing, and it uh, it kept a lot of movie theaters alive. Today, it's it's a major part of their revenue
1: stream. The Creators Company is still going strong today and is still operated by the Creators family. They make all sorts of concession equipment, from of course popcorn poppers to pizza ovens hot dog rollers, and even cotton candy makers. So popcorn and peanuts helped the movie theater industry survive the Great Depression. There was no looking back. In fact, by 1945, 40% of all popcorn consumed in the United States was done in theaters. And 15% of that popcorn was left on the theater floor. Now that's just my guess all these years later and fresh popped popcorn is still the number one best-selling theater snack as it should be
2: here's magic popcorn magic only hot fresh perfectly seasoned popcorn can satisfy that movie time popcorn craving so if you like popcorn you'll really like ours we start with the best and make it better get plenty for everybody now
1: As the movie industry flourished, theaters sought to maximize profits by expanding their concession offerings. Pre-World War II, candy bars, chocolates, and other sweets were introduced as popular theater snacks. Brands like Nestle, Hershey's, and Mars began producing specially packaged candies tailored to moviegoers.
2: Guess what? Guess what would taste good right now? Candy. We've got your favorite kind at the concession stand. Come on down and pick out the kinds you want to enjoy during the rest of the show. Be sure to get plenty because everyone likes candy and our big variety is chosen to please everybody's taste. In the post-war era,
1: the popularity of boxed and bagged candy at movie theaters surged. Boxes of Goobers, Milk Duds, M&Ms, Raisinets, and Junior Mints gained popularity as beloved movie snacks. The convenient packaging and bite-sized portions made it easier for patrons to enjoy their favorite treats while watching the film. Now these days, you are just as likely to see Sour Patch Kids Skittles in Reese's Pieces and, my favorite, Bunch of Crunch in the candy case. Almost since the very first moving images flickered across the silver screen, Some of those images were ads or concessions. More on that after I go to the lobby to get myself a treat.
2: It's intermission time, folks, and that means it's time for a tasty snack. How about a stroll over to the refreshment counter for a delicious bite to eat? See you over at the refreshment counter. We are about to witness the takeoff of the first manned rocket to outer space. We pick up the count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero! We're
0: off to visit the planets. There are treats galore in the stars. Venus is loaded with candy. And ice cream is found upon Mars. The soda pump's risen on Saturn. When you're thirsty, it sure hits the spot. And Jupiter's really jumping. The popcorn is butter and pop. But the best of them all is the planet, where all of these treats are at hand. And that is what we now head for, our
2: theater refreshment stand. The whole family's getting together to show Dad how much he's appreciated. It's so nice to have a man around the house. But here's an extra surprise. Somebody's treating the whole family to the most enjoyable gift of all. Get the hint? Take Dad and the family on a pleasure-filled outing to the movies at our special Father's Day show, Sunday, June 21st.
1: Welcome back. The first known theatrical commercial arrived in 1897 and was for Admiral cigarettes. That opened the floodgates for what are called snipes a snipe refers to a short promotional advertisement or message that is added either before or after the movie trailers. Now, every theater and chain has their own snipes, uh, from so-called policy trailers that tell you everything from where the emergency exits are to warning you not to use your cell phone during the movie. Don't forget that. They also alert you to your last chance to get those ricey treats before the film starts.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. C.T. Cobb and the following messages. Cobb Theatres welcomes your suggestions. Our primary concern is your comfort and enjoyment. Thanks for not smoking. It's the law. There's still time to visit our snack bar for popcorn, snacks, ice-cold Coca-Cola, and Diet Coke. Try the Cobster, jumbo Popcorn, and 64-ounce Coke. Please deposit litter in trash receptacles as you exit the auditorium. The perfect gift for any occasion. Gift certificates are available at the box office. Please don't talk during a movie. Thanks for visiting with us. Buckle up and drive safely. See you next week. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. These
1: days, with the diminishing gap between the movie theater experience and watching films on your high def, big screen TV at home, theaters have expanded. Their concession offerings, serving chicken fingers and chili cheese fries to complement the classic snacks. In a post COVID world, more theaters are aiming to coax crowds back with reserved seating, alcohol, full service restaurants, and other amenities. Even ordering a meal at the concession stand and having it brought right to your seat is a thing in many theaters. Now, that's all well and good, but for me, I am still smuggling in contraband like Han Solo smuggles rathtars. Next week, part two of this, uh, two-parter. We look at, or rather listen to, some of the more unusual offerings at snack bars through the years, and how the concession stand became an integral part of the drive-in movie experience. If you miss it, no popcorn for you. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, Check out our past episodes, available on almost all podcast providers, and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. If you like what you hear, write a review. We'd love to know what you think. Or you can drop us a line at the deep dive Podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds. You can find links to those and our awesome t-shirt store in the bio of our Instagram page. All clips used in this podcast are meant for educational purposes only, and not to infringe on existing copyrights. Hollywood Hype is part of the Deep Dive podcast family and a production of Automaton Studios.
0: The end appears up on our screen, just hear the audience crying. Not for happy lovers, but for food that's satisfying. You bet, the cries for armor star, the frank burner, delicious. Get yours at a refreshment bar, they're juicy and nutritious. If drinks are what you want, we've got them. hot and cold, just holler. All drinks taste good with Barber Franks, you bet your bottom dollar. Or if your taste for popcorn set, we have it, hot and waiting. For extra treat, just buy a bag, it's fun to eat when dating. But don't forget your armor, Frank. Act on our proposition. Come on, come on, come, come all. eat your fill. Right now it's intermission. <laughs>